Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is my video blog review of supplemental exogenous oxytocin, actually. And I'm going to tell you a bit of a story here. This is a case of biohacking gone wrong. Yes, it happens. It happens to the best of us and the worst of us. So me and my girlfriend took uh, pharmaceutical grade exogenous oxytocin for Valentine's Day because uh, this had been sent to me from Rufarma in Moscow. Check it out. That's that right there. A, a lot of times you'll see these supplements that are, uh, I don't know, on the, on the, uh, there's there's a an opened an open bottle right there. If you're curious what that looks like, a lot of times you'll see the supplements that will say something like serotonin, or uh, GABA, or uh, uh, testosterone, or whatever on the packaging of it. Yet if you look at the the nutrition facts, if you look at the ingredients of it, what it actually contains is it contains uh, precursors of whatever it is that releases this neurotransmitter or feeds a given hormone or something like that. And this this is a little bit different because this is actually exogenous hormone. It made me bleed. I'll tell you why and then you'll be able to decide if, uh, if you want to do it also. Uh, but I, I want to explain why I thought it might be a good idea to supplement oxytocin. The enigmatic love molecule, oxytocin, is reputed as a sex biohack. But my research into this led me to believe that in this unromantic age of Tinder and hookup cultures, that it's more useful as a biohack for meaningful monogamy. Oxytocin plays a major role in sexuality. Men and women release oxytocin during sexual intercourse and orgasm. In fact, it is responsible for orgasms. In men, the higher levels of oxytocin, the better quality of erections and ejaculation intensity. Women often experience higher levels of oxytocin during sex than men, especially if they're lucky enough to have multiple orgasms. So is oxytocin a sex biohack well i know that all of the guys watching this and some of the women watching this are at this point asking is oxytocin going to make sex better hotter wetter harder longer louder well unfortunately the studies are inconclusive on this point it's difficult, if not downright impossible, to objectively quantify the quality and enjoyment of sex and of the clinical trials that were done with, uh, with humans. Oxytocin doesn't seem to outperform a placebo in the pleasure department. 
This 2015 randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial conducted in Austria examined the effect of on-demand intranasal oxytocin on female sexual function and activity. The study had a duration of 22 weeks and the participants were 30 postmenopausal women with sexual dysfunction. The trial results showed that the administration of both oxytocin and placebo enhanced sexual function and symptoms of depression in women over time with no treatment sequence or interaction effect. In this case study though, the Austrian study had a response from those women's intimate partners. The goal was to assess the sexual function and quality of life and depression in those men. It was an open prospective cohort study, which again lasted 22 weeks. Eventually it was indicated that female treatment with either oxytocin or placebo for sexually dysfunctional women significantly improved the male's sexual quality of life. And there was also a slight amelioration in the frequency of intercourse, arousal, desire, and satisfaction. So whether it was the oxytocin or just the placebo effect, it made everyone a little happier. If you're looking for something to spice up your sex life or give your, women, your woman multiple screaming orgasms that wake the neighbors, well, oxytocin is not guaranteed to do that. So should you and your partner supplement oxytocin? Many nootropics or drugs have an episodic effect where you take it and you feel something sometimes quite quickly like in the case of say supplemental nicotine you take just a little tiny drop of nicotine under your tongue and boom it really changes your your state of mind and some nootropic supplements have what i call a cumulative effect where you take it and over time, its effect grows and accumulates. This would be something like paracetam. Oxyto this oxytocin kind of stands out because it has an associative effect. So you're going to become more bonded emotionally to whomever or whatever you're doing while you're dosed on the oxytocin. For this reason, I wouldn't recommend dosing oxytocin if you were gonna do something boring, like commuting or cleaning your house or, or, shopping. or shopping, unless you wanna fall in love with the old woman that bags your groceries, or uh, doing jury duty or whatever. You would want to dose oxytocin before a, uh, before date night, before a romantic weekend getaway, before something like that. Because again, it's going to be, you're gonna have your feelings associated with the person and whatever you're doing. So, you know, use that to your advantage. If you have, uh, if you have a, something planned out that's gonna be like a really great peak experience. If you, if you are a person that you're like, hey, let's make like a great memory that we're never gonna forget, then oxytocin might be a supplement to go along with that. And I'm also gonna suggest that you combine this with a 
olfactory with an olfactory thing. So olfactory, that's your sense of smell. And they found that your sense of smell gets most closely associated with the emotions and the emotions and feelings that you have in a given moment. I'm sure that you can think back to like times in your life that you smelled something really specific. Like it could be like the, the smell of a certain dish or the smell of a certain place or uh, something like that. And you had like some really rich memories. And whenever you smell that thing, you're you travel back in time to that magical moment. So what I would suggest is that you try to pick out a really distinctive scent and you expose yourself to that while you're dosed on the oxytocin. So this could be like using a special cologne or perfume on your date night, or it could mean like uh, renting an Airbnb in a cabin in the woods with like a, a wood-burning fireplace that has like a really distinctive smell and that will be a smell which is uh, for the rest of your life gonna be intertwined with that uh, that magical uh, romantic episode. Anyways, back to my story about biohacking gone wrong. So it was Valentine's Day and we decided to, in the spirit of uh, romance and experimentation with weird drugs from Russia, to each take one milliliter of the oxytocin from these little glass ampules. And as you can see on the ampule, there's a little blue dot. And what you're supposed to do is just apply a little bit of pressure with your thumb to that blue dot and it will just pop right off. Unfortunately, Rufarma does not properly idiot proof their product by putting a really blatant conspicuous instruction right on the product saying that. Inside of the product, I'm sure there's instructions to that effect, but they're in there in that little pamphlet that has you know, paragraphs and paragraphs of information that, let's be honest, a lot of us don't actually read, which I guess we should. So what happened was I popped the top off of her glass ampule effortlessly, but then in my hand, the glass ampule shattered and it cut me ever so slightly. So I, of course, went and washed and sanitized the cut thoroughly it really didn't hurt very much, but it definitely surprised me. So if, if you're gonna try something similar on uh, Valentine's Day or whatever uh, romantic occasion you have coming up that you're hoping to immortalize, I hope that you will take extra care when you're popping off the top of your glass ampule. And so then what we did was uh, we followed the oxytocin with a little bit of and acetylcysteine just because we were planning on enjoying some cocktails at the salsa club and we didn't want to get a hangover and NAC is a pretty consistent hangover hack. So we went out, had a good night and unfortunately I can't really report that there was any noticeable improvement of the 
quality, quantity, or duration of sex or orgasm thanks to the oxytocin. We both have pretty healthy libidos and I really don't think that the oxytocin improve things from baseline for us. So it kind of, uh, I'm gonna put oxytocin in there as one of those things, one of those biohacking things that I'm like, hmm, I'm kind of glad, I, I'm kind of glad I tried it. You know, hey, why not? It was it was worth trying, but it really uh, didn't it really didn't produce any any type of fireworks for us. What I do want to mention though is there is a couple of things that do consistently improve my sex life that that really do work that really are kind of like uh, hedonism hacks, and I want to mention those to you. I've got a few of them here in my biohacking drawer. The first one I'll mention is this stuff. It's called Tongat Ali, and this is a testosterone-promoting herb that makes you hornier. It's it's for gentlemen. I I don't think it's I don't think it does anything specific for women because it's a testosterone promoter. It improves your libido and the quality of your erections. So if it's been if it's been like a week since I orgasmed, I will not use this stuff because I it, it tends to make me come a bit uh, in in a bit of a, in a bit of a hurry. If the interim between orgasms for me, and I'm 32 years old, so you want to gauge a little bit by your own age and general uh, health in this area. If if my interim is less than four days, then I will dose this stuff. So it's kind of a part of my date night uh, stack of things that I'll often take if I have a date night coming up. Uh, so it seems to work. It seems to work if I take it in between like 30 minutes to a couple of hours before I'm going to have sex. So if you're a big fan of morning sex, then Tongat Ali will be your breakfast of champions. And then I also want to mention horny goat weed, which I will display in the video. Horny goat weed is probably the most infamous male libido and sexual performance enhancer. You can take, if you take it daily, you'll notice a, uh, you'll notice kind of an, an accumulating effect on just generally kind of like testosterone and being like a bit more energetic and aggressive about life. And you're also going to be just a bit more randy and your uh, gaze is going to be distracted by every passing skirt. Although with horny goat weed, I prefer to use it episodically and just take it about like uh, 30 minutes to a couple of hours before sex. And it has a notable effect as kind of like a sensation enhancer, along with improving stamina and control. Actually, I'll get just a bit more explicit because it's YouTube and we're allowed to be explicit on YouTube. I find that horny goat weed improves my ability to stave off ejaculation and orgasm. And so if you, a person, you're like, hey, you know, I'd like to be able to pleasure my woman for longer so that she can achieve her orgasm, horny goat weed is a pretty good idea. And in my experience, it's the most effective for that. 
And I'm also going to mention another thing that I have here, which is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha seems to have a nice synergy with horny goat weed. And ashwagandha is a bit more of a real nootropic. It has an anxiolytic effect, so it'll kind of like relax you. And the the sexperts always say that the people that, that say that a lot of the uh, sexual dysfunction that people have is because they're just a bit too anxious and they've got a little bit too much like uh, performance anxiety and they just need to, they just need to chill. Spokonio. A little bit. So, uh, Ashwagandha is a pretty good idea to combine with horny goat weed if, if, if you're looking for things. And ashwagandha also kind of just like takes the edge, takes the edge off of things. So if you're like the kind of person that you're like, hey, I want to have like a good sex life, but you know, often that involves a little bit of drinks so that I can relax a little bit. Maybe you want to try ashwagandha instead. And then finally for men, I'll mention the tantric semen retention techniques, which I go more in depth into in a private area of my website. Enjoy sex, enjoy life. And so these are, uh, there's several different techniques that kind of come out of the Taoist uh, school of uh, spirituality and health that any guy can do and they're actually uh, quite effective and I think will result in improving your sex life and can even result in kind of having like a, a full body orgasm. And so if you're an otherwise healthy uh, adult, who's looking to improve their sex life, uh, I would recommend that you go with, with those sex hacks first, with try, try Tonga Ali, try Horny Goat Weed, and try adding ashwagandha, and look into some of the tantric stuff. Look into those things before you start using exogenous hormones. But uh, ultimately, again, I think exogenous hormones, they, for, for someone who's a real life hacker, for a, a couple that is really into uh, experimenting with things, the uh, exogenous oxytocin is not that expensive. But I, th I think ultimately, it's probably a better tool for fixing sexual dysfunction than it is for optimization of hedonism. So those those are my thoughts. I uh, look forward to a continued conversation with you about the, uh, the things that you do when you're naked to make life just a little bit more wet and wild. <laughs> Thanks again.